0: So let's move on with the podcast. You're listening to the NP Business Matters podcast, episode number 55, knowing your numbers, payer mix and cost per patient. and welcome to the NP business matters podcast i'm your host barbara c phillips founder of nurse practitioner business center and the clinician business institute this podcast is dedicated to helping you the nurse practitioner to start grow and succeed in business since 2007 we've been providing education resources and support about the business of being a nurse practitioner You can learn more by visiting us at npbusiness.org and clinicianbusinessinstitute.com. Now, today, toward the end of this episode, I'll also tell you about an upcoming workshop that begins on April 14th, so be sure and stick around for that. Now, this episode is a little bit different in that I'm sharing with you the audio I did of a video about payer mix and cost per patient. This information is important for all practices of any kind, shape, and size. It doesn't matter if it's a practice that takes insurance, cash, or is even a membership-based model. Understanding this information is a crucial piece of the puzzle to knowing your numbers and assessing the health of your practice's financial status. Now, if you'd rather watch the video, you can do so. I'll post it at npbusiness.org forward slash cost per patient, as well as on our YouTube channel, which you can find at youtube.com forward slash npbusiness. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hi, everyone. This is Barbara C. Phillips, Nurse Practitioner, founder of Nurse Practitioner Owner. And today I thought I would do this video about knowing your numbers. I talk a lot about that. And in this particular case, because there's a lot to know about your numbers, I'm going to be talking about payer mix and cost per patient and why those numbers are so important for you. So if we look at the whole idea of payer mix, a payer mix is really looking at all the different ways you are being paid in your practice, whether it's from insurance companies and which insurance companies, whether it's from patients or however you're generating revenue in your practice. That's going to be your payer mix. Now, what's really important is that you also know what percentage of your patients are in each of those buckets. And in this particular case, if somebody has more than one way, I would just get the primary. Who is the primary payer for that patient? So you want to look at the percentage of patients that are in that bucket. And thirdly, you want to know what your average reimbursement is for each bucket. So let me show you what I mean. If you have all of these buckets sitting in front of you, and you may have more buckets or less buckets, it really depends on your practice. But you have people that pay you cash to come in, you have third party payers of various kinds, it may be one of the blues, maybe it's Aetna, Cigna, maybe it's some other plan that's local to your area, and then maybe you're doing Medicare and Medicaid as well. It doesn't matter what the combination is because we all do various different things. And so even those of you who are doing simply a cash practice, you still need to do this. You still need to figure this out. You may have all of your patients in one bucket, but you want to understand still what is the cost per visit. Now one thing I usually say to people it's not a good idea to have all your eggs in one basket and so for a practice that may be limiting their enrollment to say Blue Cross or just even Medicare for that matter you may want to look a little bit further and expand that a little bit because you never know what's going to happen with one plan or another and I will tell you that when I first started my practice, I was told by a, um, a, a provider rep from, and it was somebody actually who came to my office from Medicaid. She had previously been the provider rep for Blue Cross Blue Shield. And she came to my office and she was pretty excited that we had started this practice up. And she told me, and this was many years ago, that a practice that has more than 30% combination of Medicare and Medicaid is not good. And that most of your payers should be commercial insurances and at least 70% of that. So I always tried to keep that in mind as we went through. But I think many of you might remember the recession of 2008, and in our rural community, a lot of the jobs dried up, people lost their insurance, and even though we had close to 80% uh, third-party payers and our cash patients between those two buckets alone, it dried up because we ended up with a lot more of the Medicare Medicaid than any of the insurances just because that was our community. But yet we still did quite well. So take that with a grain of salt. Just keep your eyes on it. Look at what's happening in your community when you start looking at this. So what do you need to do? You want to figure out what your average monthly overhead is. And okay, that's looking at your fixed costs. That's looking at your variable costs. What are you averaging per month that you are paying out of your practice in order to cover the cost of your practice? You also want to look at what is the average number of patients that you're seeing per day. So doesn't matter how, what your schedule is, but what is the average number of patients that you are seeing per day. You can then figure out your cost per visit. And once again, I'm going to say this again, even if you're doing strictly cash, you want to figure this out. This is actually something too that you want to figure out early on because you want to know, is your practice going to be financially viable and can you keep it that way? So, here's an example of all of that. Let's say our overhead is $20,000 per month. Yours can be more, it can be less, maybe it even varies from month to month, but again, you want the average. Then divide that by the number of people that you are seeing on average per month. So, in this case, you know, are you seeing 20, 22, 25 people? per day? How many days a week are you working? How many days in the month are you working? And in this case, I just said four weeks. But that's going to vary too, because of course, over a period of time, you're going to be taking time off. So or at least I hope you are. But if you just take this number $20,000 a month, 450 patients per month that you're seeing, that comes out to $44 a visit. So what this is telling us is that Your reimbursement, the income that you take in per patient needs to be a minimum of $44 per visit for you to break even. Now, again, these are very rough numbers because we can fine tune this in many, many ways. But this is just taking an average and looking at your numbers or the numbers that I just made up. So what does that tell you? Well, if we go back to the buckets and we look at the average reimbursement in each of these buckets, you will see which of these patients that you can continue to see without having to change your overhead or the number of people that you are seeing per month. All right. So that's what this will tell you. And that gives you an idea of which patients are going to meet your needs and which ones aren't. Now, there's another part to this that I didn't really talk about yet. And when you're looking at all the people in your bucket, you're looking at your cost. One of the things that I also look at, and I have done this myself in my practice, is when I look at my average reimbursements, And I see how many people are in each of those buckets. And I know what my cost per patient is. The other thing that I look at, particularly if I'm getting really busy, I don't have a lot of room to see a lot of new people. There's a waiting list going on. I look to see which of these buckets that perhaps I need to close that panel for a period of time, either definitely or indefinitely. Even if my average reimbursement is above my cost per patient, because there's a factor here that's not listed here that I think we need to take into account. And that's what I call the hassle factor. The hassle factor is something that I think about because it's time. It takes up your time. It takes up your energy. Are you having to have absolutely everything pre-authorized, for instance? Are you having to wait for payments and constantly having to argue or um, prove your case with the various insurance companies or one in particular? So keep that in mind as well. That's a little aside there. So I hope you have found this helpful. If you have found this helpful, please leave us a thumbs up, subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can be notified when we have new videos out. And I also want to call your attention to the essentials of starting a practice. And that is a live online workshop that we're going to be doing. It starts April 14th. The live um, sessions go until May 29th, and then there's follow-up. We have continuing education credits pending, and if you would like to know more about that, we'll have more information coming out, please go to npbusiness.org slash workshops. That will get you on the list to be notified of all of our upcoming workshops, but right now, this particular workshop. And if you're listening to this after we start, after April 14th, you can still go there and sign up and we'll let you know about future workshops. But again, registration opens April 1st and we will begin our um, classes, the workshop on April 14th. And I hope I see you there. So if you have any questions, please leave them in the comments below and uh, have a great day and a great week. Bye-bye now. So there you have it. If you have any questions or want to leave a comment, please do so at our show notes at npbusiness.org forward slash cost per patient. And if you're ready to start your own practice, then be sure and head over to npbusiness.org forward slash workshops. And let me know if you're interested in the upcoming workshop. I really appreciate and thank you for taking your time today to listen to this podcast, for sharing this episode, and for leaving us a rating at Apple Podcasts. I'm Barbara C. Phillips, nurse practitioner, founder of Nurse Practitioner Business Owner. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the NP Business Matters podcast. Bye-bye now.